Hello, everybody. Welcome to Moriad's Room. Um, it has been a hot second since I uploaded anything. Um, I have been uh, kind of busy. Not really, but, you know, I've just been lazy, I guess. Um, so today I have a kind of like a bucket theme, a uh, bucket list theme type of episode going on. Um, so one of my friends recommended it. Um it's not super interesting, but uh, I thought I would go ahead and, and uh, document some of these things just because um, uh, they are things that I, I intend to do one day. Um, so we can uh, go ahead and just get into it. Uh, so the first thing I have in my notes is <laughs> literally, and I quote, have one cool kid. <laughs> um I don't know if I want kids for sure, but um, and it's definitely not something I plan on doing in the next 10, even 15 years. So, um, uh, but yeah, possibly a kid, maybe. We'll see. Um, something else is uh, I do intend to be become a doctor one day, so I would like to deliver a baby or two um, just to see what that whole thing is like. Uh, I do want to own a house and or design a house like the blueprints and stuff. Um, I'm pretty obsessed with playing The Sims, but 90% of me playing The Sims is making, like building the houses and stuff and decorating them. I don't know why, I just like find it super fun and like entertaining and stuff. So I literally was on the computer like two days ago and um, I was just like building like houses for like four or five hours straight. And I like couldn't even like blink after. <laughs> But, um, yeah. Next up, we have uh, making a mixtape. So, I have uh, FL Studio. So, I have all of the equipment and stuff for it. Of course, I have my microphone. Um, I have all of my instruments here. So, it is very, very possible for me to do that. But, um, I just, you know, it takes a lot of time and effort. And that is, those are two things that I kind of don't really have a lot of. But, um... I'm hoping to uh, write some stuff when I'm on deployment because I will have ample amount of time to uh, think about that stuff. But um, yes, I would in the near future like to um, have a mixtape. Not even, like, not even, uh, maybe not even publicized, honestly, kind of just for me and just for like my friends and family and stuff to listen to. But um, yeah, like, I don't care about anyone else listening to it. I mean, that would be cool, but I would kind of just want it just for me. Uh, I would like to write maybe a screenplay, um, possibly a book, maybe if I have the attention span for it, but ideally like a screenplay or script or something of that sort. Um, that also takes a lot of time and energy and creativity and all that good stuff. So if I had a different job that, you know, allowed me to uh, think about that stuff, then that would be ideal, but um, living on a, a ship definitely um, limits what I can do. Um, I have a kind of like a, um, not really like obsession, but a, I guess an interest in possibly doing stand-up comedy one day. Um, just very, you know, nothing super crazy, not like some like hour and a half spiel, but um I think I'm pretty funny, so I think that I would be successful in doing maybe like a 
a 30 minute, um, bit or something. Um, I would probably make it for geared more towards like military folks, like Navy, just to, you know, have it be more relatable. But, um, cause I feel like a lot of things that I say about the Navy are really hilarious. So, um, but yeah, I would possibly do some stand up in the future. Um, hopefully by the time I get back to the States, it will be better adjusted to, uh, the pandemic. So hopefully I'll be able to, uh, accomplish that one day. One giant thing that I have on here is, um, living in, uh, South Korea. I really, really want to live there even for like, maybe like a few months, even, I don't even care how much time it is, but I really want to live there. Um, when I go on deployment, I usually work on my Korean. I study um, doing my Korean uh, when we're underway just because it, you know, is something that I can like takes my mind off of everything and like relaxes me and actually learn. So um, I really like uh, learning the language um, and uh, I really want to live there one day. And plus like the food and atmosphere is just like, oh God. I haven't even, like, been there, but, um, I really just visit or, or something like that to start out, but I really want to live there, um, one day. Not sure where exactly, um, most likely, like, Busan or something, but, um, I would be, you know, up for pretty much any city, I guess, um, in South Korea. I think that would be really cool. Um, but yeah, my, my Korean is, like, I would say... I may be like mm, 30 or 40 percent <laughs> confident in my uh, in my speaking skills. Like if I got dropped off there, I would be able to figure it out. Like I would be able to, you know, find my way and stuff. So not that big of a deal. But um, um, holding like really long conversations and things like that. Yeah, that, that's still pretty hard for me. But um, I'm getting there. Um. One other thing I have is um, singing live. I am not sure about this one. I really want to, but I feel like I would be way, way nervous, like too, too nervous to do it or to um, uh, like feel too like unprepared and like just indecisive what, what I would want to sing and like how I would want to do it if I'd want to play like an instrument while singing. Um, I haven't decided how... I want to do that yet, but, um, when we go on deployment, so my ship, uh, we are leaving pretty soon, actually. Um, the last time we were on deployment, we had a talent show, and it was a talent, talent show for the whole ship, and, um, basically, they, you know, people audition, um, it could be, it didn't have to be singing, like, you could do whatever you wanted, um, but a lot of people sang, um, just because that's, you know, pretty easy, um, as far as talents go. So we had a lot of people singing, a lot of people playing instruments and like everyone sounded really good. So it was like very surprising. And every single person that went up, I had no idea that they sang. Like I had no idea they played an instrument or sang or anything, let alone like felt like so it sounded good at it. So um, I, I went to, uh, I went to the talent show last time and um like, me and my friends went, and a lot of people showed up, like, 
a ton of people showed up and it was like really fun. It was really cool. Um, and then I just remember thinking like, oh man, I want to, I need to prepare something because if we do a talent show for this deployment, then I definitely want to do it. Um, it's just, you know, in that case, like you have like the dependability of like the music and the sound systems and everything like that, which can be unreliable. So I wouldn't want to like be singing and then the music cuts out and be all embarrassed and stuff. So, um, I was debating on just bringing my ukulele underway and then just playing and singing that way, but I don't know. Uh, I might be too nervous for that too, but, um, I do want to, I do want to do it. So I think that I'll just bite the bullet and, um, uh, and just do it. Uh, if we actually have one this this deployment, but um, I also think that uh, people like that opens up people to talk to you a little bit more, which most of the time I wouldn't like, but on the ship it's very helpful to have people that like you and um, <laughs> very helpful to know people. So it would be a good tool to kind of like get my face out there, even though a lot of people know me already, but just in a different capacity. Um, it would be nice to, uh, to have that. But, yeah, I mean, I would really like to be singing live, like, more regularly, just getting, like, comfortable with it. But, you know, there's always, I mean, of course, people are always gonna be, you know, not happy with it or not like it or, like, criticize and stuff like that, which is fine. Like, no big deal, but, um, it's still, you know, pretty nerve-wracking. I mean, anyone who's ever performed live can can attest to this, but, um, yeah, so I think that I would still do it, and I would just probably overthink it a lot. Um, and then the song choice is what is, like, very, I'm very indecisive about, because there's so many things that I could sing, and I wouldn't, like, I would want to showcase, like, my best, like, the best song for me to sing, um, which would be kind of hard to choose from, but, um, having my options open is a good thing, I suppose. Um, so as far as bucket lists go, I don't really have, like, well, I want to visit Italy, that's, that's for sure, um, but I don't know, bucket lists for me, I'm, like, people are very, very, um, passionate about them, and they stick to them pretty hard, and they really want to like, they're like, oh, I have to do this once in my life, like whatever, which is fine. Like that, there's no, no problem in having those goals and stuff. But, um, I don't know. I don't really, if these are just kind of things that there are some that I'm like pretty set on, maybe like three or four that I'm like actually set on, but all the other ones are like, yeah, I mean, I would want to do it, but it's not the end of the world if I didn't do it, you know, if I never, if I didn't end up uh, actually completing it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I mean, bucket list, you know, you can be super into it and stick to it pretty hard, or it can be pretty casual for you like it is for me. But if I did all of these things that I just, uh, listed, that would be super awesome. Um, and, uh, it would be really, really cool, but I mean, like I said, it's not not the the biggest deal to me, um, but yeah. So those are the some of the things I would like to 
uh, accomplish and or do while uh, I am alive on this earth. Um, hopefully I have a good a good amount of years left to do these things, so um, I am not too uh, worried about anything, uh, anything just yet. Uh, let's see. So, I have for the song of the day, I have Miss Amy Winehouse's Valerie. Um, this is one of the songs that I would consider performing if we did do a talent show underway. Um, I really love this song, and it's just, like, upbeat and, like, happy, but also not at the same time. So, um, I used to sing this song in the shower a lot, um, and, uh, I just, I don't know, I just really like it. But, uh, Amy Winehouse, R.I.P. Baby, uh, it's a great great song. She's a great singer. So, um, for my what's on your mind segment, I have something that could be possibly controversial. I don't know. Um, depends on how you feel about relationships and stuff. Um, but, uh, there's also a lot of gray area in it, so it could be hard to, you know, cover completely, but, uh, I'll give it a shot. So my what's on your mind is, um, the phenomenon of getting over somebody you never even dated. So for this, I have experienced this multiple times in my 25 years of life. Um, and it is unpleasant every single time. Uh, but it's also kind of like a double-edged sword because you, if these things, like something like this happens and then, you know, you find yourself in this situation, you're not, most of the time you're not, um, a hundred percent, like, faultless, you know? So when it comes to, like, dating and relationships and romantic interests and stuff, I feel like if you're confident in yourself and you're confident in what you want and you're, like, clear in what you want, you know, you should take the responsibility of communicating that to whoever you're with. So, uh, yeah, that should be, like, in my opinion, that should be clearly communicated to the person that you're dating, um, very early on. Um, but that doesn't, you know, that doesn't mean necessarily that your relationship is, like, doomed or anything like that, or it's immune to ever, you know, going sour, so, um, uh, not saying that. So, um, but yeah, getting over someone you never dated is, um, <laughs> it's a very weird and unique, um, pain, <laughs> but it's like kind of serious, but not really. It's just like, I guess, depending on the circumstance of how it didn't work out or why it didn't work out, it can, you know, vary different ways. Um, but, um, yeah, I, have gone through this a good couple of times, um, in my life, and there have been some times that I would agree that, like, yeah, this was not going to work out, and I'm just not invested, and I don't really, like, have that much of an opinion on it, um, and the other person in the relationship did have a very strong opinion and did have very strong feelings, um, and they just weren't reciprocated, or they just weren't, um, on like the same level or anything like that so that's kind of that that sucks like I've been on the other side of that coin too so I know like how bad it actually like sucks to actually go through but 
um, having the the uh, task of kind of like deleting messages and deleting pictures and you know kind of forgetting all these tiny little facts that you know about this person is um, pretty annoying <laughs> and uh, pretty uh, just kind of painful. Like it just stings. Like it stings like a bee sting or something. Um, at least for me, it does. And, uh, this is also a period of, like, not officially dating, like, someone you're talking to or not really in a full-blown relationship, um, or, I mean, yeah, so not even, not even, like, officially dating, um, just someone, like, you're, you're just casual with, um, but even in that casual stage, like, you are in that stage with the intention usually to become like exclusive and in a relationship if that's um, how you roll um so having that you know finding out that it's not going to work or finding out that you don't feel the way that you thought you did um in those like that early phase is just kind of like more disappointing than anything i think um because you kind of have to start from scratch so That is very, very, very infuriating of just being like, okay, I found this person and I really like this person, but uh, these other things are like getting in the way or these other things are not, um, we're not compatible these ways. Um, And then there's a period where you like, at least I do, but you like kind of try to convince yourself that like these little things are not a big deal or like you can compromise with them, you can get over it um, and things like that, uh, and, like, sometimes it works for, like, a little bit, but, you know, you know in the back of your mind it's not a long-term, um, solution, it's not a long-term fix, um, and then, like, eventually you know that you'll have to deal with it, what, like, one day, and unfortunately by the time you, like, realize, like, okay, maybe this is actually a problem, maybe we should actually deal with this, it's, like, you're already in a relationship and you're already, like, a couple months in maybe and then at that point you just have all this like wasted time um where you could have just kind of taken care of it early on um and talking about things is very (laughs) beneficial um because you know there are some things that are in the you know dynamic of relationships there are some things that are fundamental that people do not um like compromise on or they don't they're not able to, um, you know, have a different outlook or maybe enjoy something that you enjoy or be, you know, um, into something that you're not into. Um, so there are some very fundamental things that I think if you find out about them early enough, then you are able to kind of like make your informed decision from there. Um, but I have definitely made the mistake of learning information very early on and choosing to ignore it or choosing to think that, you know, someone would change their mind eventually, um, which is most, most of the time, not the case. Um, and, uh, I kind of now think of it like, okay, if I, have something that I am not willing to budge on? Do I ever plan on changing my mind? Do I ever think that I could change my mind? Um, and if that is, like, undeniably, like, a no, then 
I'm like, okay, why would I expect that from somebody else? So, um, yeah. So the whole not dating part, it just sucks being, uh, having to start over from scratch. And then, you know, you have to, uh, look for a different, uh, another person or go in different circles or, you know, look in different places, um, to find like somebody else. And that's if, you know, you're actively looking for somebody else. Most, some of the time, you know, people just come into your life, you, you're not expecting it and you're not actively looking for it. But, um, uh, in my experiences, I've only had maybe like one or two kind of relationships where I just like, met somebody um and not like actually actively gone out and like on like dating apps and stuff looking for somebody um so yeah I have personally I have more experience with like tinder dates and like all that stuff like that um and uh there's only like maybe one or two instances where someone has just come into my life without you know me actively going out and searching for it um but uh so getting over someone you never dated is a a very wild and um common concept I think that a lot of people don't um realize they have in common with everyone else because you know if you are someone who has like engages in um those types of like romantic relationships um I feel like everyone has kind of experienced this, um, where, you know, you're talking to somebody and then all of a sudden it, you know, goes south, um, where you find out something that you don't like or, you know, things like that. And it's a very specific type of feeling that I feel like a lot of people do have in common, but no one really talks about, uh, just cause, you know, Usually it's so offhandedly like, oh, I don't talk to so-and-so anymore. Oh, like we're not, we're not together anymore. We're not like seeing each other anymore. And, you know, usually people will just be like, oh, well that sucks. And then next slide, move on. Um, Which is, I mean, true, but it kind of, it still hurts for a little bit. Like there's at least a solid one or two weeks where you're just kind of sitting there like crap you know my phone's dry as hell like I have to delete all these pictures and messages and forget all these tiny little things about this person and blah 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 and you know it can be very annoying and frustrating um but that is why I have kind of learned over the course of my life my dating life to you know be honest and upfront um right in the beginning and not, you know, try to lead somebody on with, you know, false information or anything like that. And honestly, like, there's no shame in saying what you want or what you don't want. Um, It's better to say it than to keep it to yourself because next thing you know, you're in a relationship for six months and this person doesn't know that you have this one, you know, giant thing that they would not be okay with or they're not into or something like that and you know then it ruins the whole thing and congratulations you waited wasted six months of your life um so I try to not get myself in those situations um even though it's pretty it can be uncomfortable to talk about like in the beginning because people will be like okay well what do you want out of this or 
where do you see this going, whatever. And it's hard to answer that question so early on, but it's also kind of good because if you have the intention of just sleeping around with somebody and not really putting yourself into the mindset of becoming interested in them emotionally, um, it's good to actually like say that and, and just be like, look, I don't want something serious. Like I'm just trying to like, you know, get my rocks off and that's it. And, you know, then you give the ball to that person and they decide if they are okay with that or if they want something else. Um, but it is good to say these things as early as possible. (laughs) So you don't, you know, end up looking like a fool or, you know, getting your feelings hurt or hurt someone else's feelings. Um, and you know, there's a lot of people in the world. So even if it doesn't like work out with these casual, like, you know, seeing, seeing somebody, you know, it's not the, not the end of the world, even though it kind of feels like it for a little bit, um, with having to start over and put so much time and energy in someone new and, oh God. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of things that go into it, but getting over someone that you didn't really officially date is, uh, uh, super, super annoying. (laughs) And, uh, I'm glad I'm not in that situation right now. Um, if you are in that situation, I am truly sorry. Um, give it another two weeks and you'll probably feel better about it. Um, that is pretty much all I have for today. Uh, I just wanted to kind of give an update. So right now it is April 14th and it is about 930 in the morning and we leave in exactly two weeks. (laughs) We, uh, go on deployment in two weeks on the 5th of May. And um, I'm heavily not looking forward to it, not even a little bit. Um, We are slated to be underway, I think, for for like either three to three to five months. I think three is like very very uh, uh, wishful thinking. Um, It will most likely be four months, uh, four or five months. which we have not had that long of a underway since the beginning of 2020 when we were gone from January to May. Um, We were gone for a very long time and it felt like a very long time. Uh, And then with the way that the pandemic is going worldwide, even though most of my ship is now vaccinated, um, a lot of countries have, you know, certain rules about their borders and stuff. So the chances of us getting port visits anywhere are very, very low. Um, And um, being on a ship, being landlocked to a ship for, you know, five, four or five months is very, very taxing mentally. Um, So I am not looking forward to the pain, (laughs) the inevitable pain that comes with um, being stuck on the ship for months at a time with, uh, with no port visits. Um, and, uh, when I say port visits, I mean, like, actually getting off of the ship and going on dry land, like, walking on dry land. Um, we went to Thailand last year, uh, and that was fine, and it was a good break, because it was, like, right in the middle, but, um, with this one, we are not slated to be actually getting off of the ship, so if that changes, that would be wonderful, but, 
Um, I am not holding my hanging my hat on any of the, the- any theory that we're actually going to be getting off uh, during this patrol. Um, <clears throat> but I do hope that we will be stopping um, kind of in like Okinawa. We go to Okinawa a lot um, when we're underway, so I'm hoping that we will stop pretty frequently there so that we can get like phone service and stuff um because the not getting off the ship is unbearable but like it is just a tiny bit more bearable when we actually get phone service and we can um you know renew all of our downloads and talk to our families and things like that so um yeah the impending doom is upon us so i will be front loading some of these episodes to um queue them up so that they will come out while i'm while i am gone um I, uh, am also having, getting a, um, I commissioned a mutual for a new icon for this podcast, and they are very, very lovely, and I'm very, very excited to see how it comes out. So hopefully, um, next week, or a little bit after next week, um, I'll have that new icon up, um, and then I will put, uh, all the, uh, links to their arts and stuff, uh, in the descriptions. Um, so I am running out of time. Thank you so much for coming to Morgan's room. Um, I will be back shortly. Sorry that it took me so long to, uh, upload another episode, but, um, yes, I will be back shortly and I hope you all have a wonderful day.